Hey guys, how we doing? Welcome to another chat show here on Buzzing Pattaya. And today I'm down on Second Road. I'm gonna walk along Second Road, just a random walk really. But the purpose of today's video is I get asked this quite a lot and people have said to me, you know, you've been here a while now, uh, coming up to 11 years, I've been here 10 years plus. And uh, they've said to me, you know, what impact has Thailand had on me as a person? Has it changed me? Has it made me a different person to the person I was when I came out here? And I thought it's a really nice, really nice uh, topic to discuss because it has changed me, as I'll explain when we start walking. And uh, many, many aspects of things that have changed have been for the better. And I'll explain why uh, as we walk around. So that's the theme of today's video is uh, how Thailand has changed me and what's made me into a different person than the person that was the one that stepped on the plane to come out here all those years ago. Now there's lots going on down here. You'll see in a second, there's lots of uh, building work going on. So we'll show that. I promise I will not uh, deviate away from the theme. I'm gonna ignore everything today. You're literally just gonna have what I wanna tell you about and uh, we'll go from there. I say I'm not gonna deviate, I probably will. You know what I'm like. Anyway, right, let's go and have a crack at it. Okay, so we're up here on Second Road. And uh, so, <coughs> what has Thailand done to me as a person? What has it influenced me and changed my way of thinking? <coughs> and has it all been for the better? Well, I've got to say, I would say in probably 80% of my changes have all been for the better of me. And, you know, when you come out here, I'm sure you guys are the same. You know, you're so engrossed in where you live, whatever country that may be, and you adjust to the way of life back home. So for me, you know, being from London, it was all about how big your house is, how much money you earn, how fast or how flash your car is, and uh, all those kind of things that really determined as to who you were in the status in amongst your friends and family. And of course, you know, a lot of people would judge each other. They may not even know you, but they would look at the clothes you're wearing and they would form an opinion. And quite often, I would guess the opinion that they formed would be wrong. But that was me. And I'm guilty of that, you know, I used to look at people I used to think, oh wow, you know, what jumble sale did you get that outfit from? And all those kind of horrible, really judgmental things that were just basically crap filling up my life, but making me feel like I was important. So when I came out here, a lot of things changed for me. Huge, huge changes. And one of the biggest changes that really took place, and it did take a good couple of years before it really sunk in, and that was about judging people. You know, the Thai people, in my opinion, are one of the loveliest people in the world. And yes, I know we're in, in the city right now, but I'm not just talking about here, I'm talking about when you go out, the, out of this city, when you visit the rural areas, when you start to explore the magic that this country has on offer. And when I first came out here, I would look at some of the Thai people and like, they would walk around in their pajamas. I'm sure you've all seen them, you know, they walk around in these cartoon style kind of uh, pants and the uh, top. And I think to myself, are you for real, mate? Are you serious? And you know, they would go about their day without a care in the world. They really wouldn't care anything. So it kind of made me feel like I was the one on the edge. I was the one that was looking at others and judging them still. I was still living in my London way of life. And I felt embarrassed because a lot of the time, the Thai people would look at me and they wouldn't care. They just wouldn't care about what I was wearing or anything. And when I first, you know, I've mentioned before, 
about my car crash uh, relationship. And it was a car crash, you know, and I thoroughly got what I deserved. But the point being was, when I first had that relationship, I realized then, and she really ingrained in me about how Thai people just accept you no matter what. No matter what you're wearing, how much money you may or you may not have, they just accept you as a person. And again, I'm talking, please remember, I'm talking about outside of the city here. You know, I know I understand here, you know, it's all about buying me a drink, how much money have you got and all that kind of stuff. But you know, when I went out the village, it was, it was just breathtaking. Because suddenly I'd sit there and I'd think, do you know what? Nobody actually cares about what you're doing, who you are, your money. And even in the village scenario, and I know some of you probably sat there thinking, yeah, yeah, right, Trev, you know, you go back and they think, oh, here we go, here comes the flang with all his money, let's milk him. But in all honesty, that can happen. And yes, it does happen, but that's circumstantial. When you involve yourself and dive into the real world here, the real tie, like when I go home now to my village, nobody asks me for a penny because they're quite content doing their own thing, living their own lives, and they don't need to judge you. And that for me was a massive change. It really was a huge culture shock. It was something that took me a long time to get rid of in my own way of thinking about stopping judging people. So the first thing that took me, that took me about two years to be fair. And for about two years, you know, I would look at people and think, oh, what's he wearing? You know, even now, you know, I still see, I still see people walking around with socks, socks on their sandals. I'm like, serious? Socks and flip-flops, what are you doing, dude? But you know, that's just a humorous thing. But what I don't do now is I don't care about how much money you may or may not have, what you do for a living. And I find myself being more Thai than I was being a Londoner. You know, people come over here and they'll start telling me, oh, I do this, I do that. And don't get me wrong, I am interested. But when they start talking about finances and monetary aspects of their work, I switch off. It doesn't really interest me. I'm like, okay, well, that's good for you, my friend. Well done. So that changed me. Another change that took place, sharing. Sharing is caring. And I'm a caring person. I will put my hand out and, and, and help people where I can. And I'll pick people up when I can. Because that's in my nature. That's just the way I've always been all my life. But the one thing I've always kept hold of is my food. Because as you can tell, being the size I am, I don't give my food away. And that was one of the really weird things that when I came out here, it really got, got to me. Because you would order your food and then they would just all tuck into it. And I'm like, what are you doing? That's mine, get off. But out here, they'll think nothing of ordering two or three dishes and they would just all share the food and they really don't mind. Oh, so I said, I promised you I wouldn't uh, change my direction, but look at this. Wow, very good. Very, very good. Um, so, you know, they would share their foods and it, it started to get me thinking about, oh, hold on, like, you know, why are you sharing my food? That's my food. You have your food, I have my food. And it's not just the food. You know, like I've got a motorbike up in the village. If I go around to see uh, Mo's mum and dad, I'll park the, the motorbike out front and they think absolutely nothing about jumping on it and riding off to go and run errands and do stuff. So they're all about sharing. And that to me was a big culture shock. It was something that even now, sometimes, 
uh, it does catch me off on the hop and it does make me think oh hello you know what, what's going on here why are you doing that but they're very very kind they're very open very good willed and that in itself you know if you went to a, imagine back home I mean if you went into a restaurant back home and uh, ordered some food and then suddenly someone's tucked their food their knife and fork into it you'd be like what are you doing but out here that's the norm that is how it works here and that side of things does take a bit of getting used to of course the knock-on effect of that is that now when we go out I'm looking at what Mo's ordering and think oh I'll have a bit of that that'd be handy so again you know it's quite nice so like I say you know it's this judgmental side of things you know the ties are very open very laid back they don't care about what you're wearing and all the rest of it about the sharing the sharing aspect and it is it's nice to share <clears throat> another thing that they taught me and uh, I suppose the easiest way of saying it is in Thai which is Jai Yen Yen and that just means chill calm down I'm sure you guys can relate to deadlines to strict I must be here at this time or that time I've got to be five minutes early you know I'm an ex-military guy so being late just never existed that wasn't even an option so of course when I came out here I was very regimented you know, I had, I had it instilled in me. You must be at this place at this time and you need to be five minutes, 10 minutes early. You just do not and you're never ever gonna be late. Whereas when you come out here, it was just, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. I know what time you want me there and uh, I'll get there when I can. So it can be very frustrating because especially if you're looking at yourself thinking, well, I want you there at this time, and you're just not there. And then of course what happens is, and this I did struggle with. So when I first set up Buzzing as a company uh, nine years ago, I had some Thai people working for me, and it was a learning curve, like I said. And I'd say to them, right, I want you in the office at like, uh, uh, say 8.30. And they'd come in at like quarter to nine, 10 to nine. And as you can imagine, being still from the Western side of thinking, I wasn't happy, you know, I really wasn't happy. And the trouble is then, is if you start getting angry and agitated and start having a go at them, what they do is they're not confrontational. So they will just walk away and they'll just literally just walk out the door and go, yep, no problem, see you later, bye-bye. And you're, you're sat there mystified thinking, did you really just like, just dump your job and walk away? But that's what they do. That's how they do it. So again, you know, when you come out here, you've really got to adjust. Because one thing's for certain, you're not gonna beat them. And the old saying, if you can't beat them, join them. That's pretty much what it's like out here. Now, you know, we've covered a few things here. And there are many other aspects that I could go through and talk to you about and explain. But the thing about this country, and the one thing that I think really does, you know, give you something to look forward to is every day is different. You're constantly learning, you're constantly trying to figure out stuff, you're working things out. Oh, it's all right down there, he wants 300 baht. But you know, I wouldn't change this for the world. So the impact that it's had on me has been dramatic. It really has been dramatic. I've gone from being this very focused, very hard driven, judgmental person, worrying about how much money I was earning in London, how fast my car and posh my car was, how big the house was, where we would go on holiday. 
I was always submerged into that way of thinking. And now, I'm totally different. Now Thailand really has, it's got inside me, and in my, my own opinion, it's changed me for the better. So the question has to be, I suppose, thrown back to you guys. And when you come out here, what do you struggle with the most? When you come out to Thailand or to the city here, and when you immerse yourself into the, into the network of, of the Thai people, what do you find is the hardest thing for you to adjust to? Or the hardest thing for you to get your head around? Where do you sit with that? Right now, I'm fairly level. I'm happy with what things are doing. I'm happy where I am in my life. Things are nice and relaxed, chilled out. So I'm kind of, I'm still beating myself up in terms of my business, because obviously I want to push that hard and drive that hard, and that's what I'm trying to do. But in terms of actually living here, I couldn't be happier. I find everything I do around here is just nice and chilled, nice and relaxed. But what about you guys? When you come out here, what is the one thing, or maybe there's more than one thing, but what are the things that really you find hard to adjust to in relationships to uh, dealing with Thai people, the culture and the way of life out here. Be interested to see what you say guys, because uh, I think you know, we're all very different. We all come from different ways of life, different backgrounds, different countries. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what you consider to be one of the hardest things for you to get your head around. And I'm sure probably for most of you, I would say most likely is timekeeping. Because uh, we, are, we are put into this world and, uh, you got buddy? We are put into this world and uh, we are conditioned to be on time at that time and all the other stuff. And out here, it just don't happen. It just doesn't happen. But I'll tell you one thing they do, which I must admit, for me, I actually really like, is they're always willing to help. They're always willing to just uh, help and just do anything they can to help each other, especially up in the villages. You know, when I'm up home, if I need the grass cutting or whatever, you know, it's people always say, I'll oh, come do it, I'll come do it. And it's never about money. They never ask me for money. They're just happy to come and help. If I want to go and do a, a big shop, I might want to go into the city and, and go to hit macro or places like that. You know, I'll often have two or three people with trucks. Yeah, come on, I'll help you, I'll take you. They never want petrol money, never ask for anything. They're just generally nice people. All right, so there we go. That's, uh, that's the moral of the story for today. That's what's changed me. And I look forward to your, uh, your comments down below. So what we'll do now is, is I will diversify. And uh, yeah, ready for this one? Incidentally, we're heading up towards uh, the Royal Garden Plaza. And I'm gonna do a video of the Royal Garden Plaza. I wanna, I wanna go in there. I wanna show you upstairs. Because unfortunately, a lot of people miss this place. And they don't realize that you can go up there and there's a nice rooftop restaurant. So uh, I am going to head over there and do a video in the not too distant future. So watch your space on that one. And one place I do want to go into is there, the Hops Brewery. I've tried many, many times, but it really hasn't been easy. I really find it quite weird. That's the one thing also I do find strange about out here, which is for me, is, you know, we've got a big Discord group. You know, the channel's doing okay, and I offer so many people like free uh, publicity, free use of Discord to promote their business. And so many, so many just can't be bothered. And that to me just mystifies me. 
you know, back in the UK, I was desperate for advertising, desperate to try and get my name out there and make sure people knew about my company, what we could offer and the services we provided. And yet, out here, it's kind of like, yeah, well, not too bad, mate. It's a nice, nice idea, but yeah, I'll get back to you kind of thing. And you know they always, I'll call you back, never happens, does it? Let's be honest. Right, so there you are, up there. That's the Royal Garden Plaza. And right at the very top there, you see the very top there, the, the, the uh, bushes? Well, that's where I want to head in a video soon. I want to go up there and showcase. There's a restaurant up there. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff going on in there. We'll have a wander around the mall and uh, I'll show you what goes on in there because it really is worth going into. Lots of different food places like you see over there, Wine Connection, Burger King, all those places. And upstairs, like I say, there's a big buffet restaurant. Go in there, get your card, go and have your food, and then when you're done, jobs are good. But you can sit up the top there, it's really, really nice. All right, let's spin this around. Okay, so there we are. Whew. Tell you what, I had a breakfast earlier in the Robin Hood. If you've not had their full king-size breakfast, oh my lord, it was 349 baht. You got a uh, huge, huge selection of food. Fresh orange juice, uh, you got a, a coffee included. So you know, a coffee is like 60, 70 baht. Orange juice is 100 baht. So there's 160 baht off the 349 that you're already gonna pay. You got, I had sourdough, sourdough toast. Oh, that was so nice. It was interesting actually. When I was sat there, there was uh, two American guys. They were talking to the lady and saying, can I have some jelly with the toast? And she just didn't understand what they meant. And she's going, sorry, he said, I want some jelly. And she's like, I don't know what, what you mean by jelly. And in the end, she kind of like got it through. He pointed to the picture and went, oh, you mean jam. And uh, when she walked away, the two Americans were like, so jelly is jam. We need to adjust and uh, to figure that one out. So there you go. There's something you might change when you come out here. You could change from jelly to jam. That's what you got to do. Uh, but yeah, the breakfast was fantastic. I had uh, black pudding, beans, scrambled a choice of eggs, uh, sliced fried potatoes. Um, what else did we have? Two sausages, loads of bacon. Uh, a fresh tomato, uh, oh, mushrooms, um, oh, there was so much, so much, but I can't remember it all, but it was massive. And uh, to be fair, I couldn't finish it. And if I can't finish a breakfast, you know it's big. All right, so there we go. That's it for me today, guys. Thank you very much for watching. Please, you know, I love the way we do this. I love the community we have. Please drop your comments. When you've been out here, what's the one thing, the hardest thing you found to adjust to? Uh, while you've been out here in Thailand. Is it the timekeeping? Is it the, they wear what they want? They don't care what you're wearing? Is it the whole, I'll oh, do it later attitude? You know, what is it? Tell, tell me down below, let's have a look and let's see what comments we get in. All right, that's it for me. Thank you very much indeed for watching. As always guys, please remember, hit the subscribe button and also the bell icon if you'd like to be notified when I bring out a new video. Uh, check out Discord, 19,130 members in there now. And uh, how you doing buddy, you okay? How are you? Oh, I'm good, I'm just doing a video at the moment. Sorry, I was the Canadian guy that told you about the passports. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Happy days. Have a great day. Have a great day, guys. Um, that's nice. Isn't it? And uh, yeah, so uh, what was I saying? Discord, yeah, 19,100 people in there. So jump on there and uh, have a look in this. Totally free of charge. Doesn't cost you a single penny. And if you'd like to support the channel, the work that I do, uh, there is a link in the description below. And uh, please come and join our members area. All right. Thanks ever so much for watching, please. Thanks ever so much for watching, please. What's that about? Thanks ever so much for watching. And please, wherever you are in the world, stay safe.